Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is is Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to send a very special shout out to Rosie. Rosie, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now, on to our episode. This is Good Luck Rio. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine, Rio. Maybe you remember Rio from when they saved the parents of Freshwater from turning into Cokies and returned Colibri to the constellation in the sky? Yes, that's the kid. Well, Rio has had a bad year. Nothing has gone their way at all. First, they went on a family trip to visit cousins, and they lost their favorite stuffed bear, Rory. Rory had been their bear since they were three years old, and now no one could find him. Rory was special, and keeping him around made Rio feel safe, especially when coming to a new place like Freshwater for the first time. Then, over the summer, Rio's friends all went away to camp, while Rio had to stay home and study for extra classes for school. Being new meant a lot of change, and this had been one of those changes. Then, as if that hadn't been enough, 
Rio so badly wanted to get the lead in the school play, but got cast in the ensemble and had to watch everyone else in the play from the wings because their role was small. It had been an unlucky year, but that was all going to change. Rio was going to start this year off right and do everything they could to make sure this year was a lucky one. So Rio spent a whole day at the Freshwater Library, reading up on all of the New Year's traditions that people practiced all over the world. Each tradition promised to be a magic recipe for a super lucky year ahead. Rio made a list of each tradition and was ready for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. The first thing on the list was the Spanish tradition of eating 12 grapes the minute the bells in Freshwater Square ring at midnight. Rio's favorite food is grapes, so they thought this would be an easy one. But the rule is that you have to eat them all before the bells run out and the clock strikes 12.01. Rio was on a grape-eating roll at midnight, but when they got to their 12th grape, it slipped right out of their hands and kept rolling, rolling, rolling right out their front door. They chased after it, but the final bell rang. This was no good. But there were a lot of other traditions left on their list. As long as they did those, missing this one wouldn't count. Next on their list was a tradition from Rio's home in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, people throw buckets of water out of their windows to drive away bad spirits. Rio's dads never did that, nor did they know anyone else who did, but it was worth trying this year. Well, here's the thing, it gets pretty cold in December, and it got so cold that night, the pipes froze in Rio's house. There wasn't a drop of water to dump out of the window. New Year's Eve was not going well, but there was still hope for New Year's Day. So the next morning, they were planning on waking up bright and early because they read the Polish saying that said, if you wake up early on the first of the year, then you'll wake up early with energy for the rest of the year. But lo and behold, they set their alarm clock for six o'clock p.m. and not six o'clock a.m. They slept in. What else could go wrong? They took a deep breath in with a plan to push forward with the rest of the items on their list. What was next? Ah, yes. In the Philippines, wearing polka dots on the first of the year is said to bring good luck. Maybe because the dots are shaped like coins and will bring in symbols of money and wealth, which isn't that important to a 10-year-old kid, but Rio was going to try this no matter what. They just so happened to have a pair of polka-dotted socks. They were pretty old, but they were the only polka-dotted clothing Rio had. Rio started to put on the socks, but something wasn't right. Because when Rio pulled on the socks, their foot went right through. What on earth? Well, they just had to keep going. The plan for New Year's Day was to go with their dads over to Farmer McDonald's house for a New Year's lunch. It was a big tradition around Freshwater to have a potluck meal and share food on the first day of the year. This year, Rio helped make cheese tamales, 
because in Mexico, the tradition of making tamales together in the new year is a celebration of your family and the gifts passed down from generation to generation. They waited in line for food at the potluck. But by the time they got to the tamales, all of them had been taken already. But before Rio could even complain about it, everyone started cheering for the seven-lap sprint to start. It's a tradition for many to run seven times around your house on New Year's Day. So Freshwater began the tradition of the seven-lap sprint where anyone who wants to can run around the town square seven times. Not everyone runs. Dr. Franny K. Stein usually has a new bicycle-like contraption, and Lucky Duck usually flies. But the most fun is had when everyone runs as fast as they can around the square, usually screaming and laughing to make sure to scare away all of the bad spirits that might be lurking in the new year. Rio was so excited to run the race with everyone this year. But just as it was about to begin, they tried to adjust their polka-dotted sock that was balling up in their shoe because of the hole. Then they tripped over their shoelaces and fell in front of everyone. The day was not going well at all. Rio ran away from the seven-lap sprint, trying to get as far away from the joy of the town as they could. They began to sniffle, and soon that sniffle turned into a whimper, and soon enough, it was an overpowering roar of tears. As they ran and ran, they heard a familiar voice. Hey, Rio! It was Dr. Franny K. Stein, the town's local inventor. Rio stopped in their tracks. Everything all right? Dr. Stein asked. Rio broke down. They just wanted to have a good year. They thought they were doing everything they could to make this year lucky. But so far, nothing had gone right. First, the grape rolled out the door. Then the pipes froze. Then they woke up late. Then their sock tore. And then they didn't get to eat cheese tamales at the potluck. And then they fell on their face in front of everyone in town. And now... They were crying, which you are absolutely not supposed to do on New Year's Day. Because things are supposed to start on the right foot, with a smile, and things were supposed to be better this year. It was hard to hear Rio's words over the heavy breathing and crying. But Dr. Stein was pretty sure she understood what Rio was asking for. I have something that might solve this problem. Dr. Stein ran inside her workshop. Rio could hear crashing and smashing, but no sign of Dr. Stein returning. Then there was what sounded like an explosion, and then a big funny parade of animal noises. <laughs> Finally, she reappeared with what looked like an alarm clock. It was made out of wood and had 12 different little frames where 12 different numbers would be, if it were an ordinary clock. But instead, they looked like little doors. And there weren't three hands like a clock, but just one. On the side was a lever, like what might wind up a slot machine. Fran told Rio to pull the lever. Once they did, the machine began whirring and all of the places where numbers would be opened up 
the little doors. Behind the doors, Rio could see a colorful wheel beginning to spin. Soon, colors were spinning fast around the center of the clock. And then as the spinning started to slow, Rio began to make out symbols, words, and images appearing behind the frames. The wheel spun slower and slower, and then it all clicked into place, with the hand on the front stopping the wheel. Each little door closed but one, and that door revealed a bright green four-leaf clover with the words, cook a favorite food for someone in town, invite them over to eat it together. It's a luck machine, Dr. Stein explained. Rio did not understand, so they pulled the lever again. It again spun and whirred and the colors were so beautiful. This time when it stopped, the open door revealed a horseshoe and the words, think of all the things you love about one person you know and write them all down, then delivered to them in a letter. Rio asked Dr. Stein what it all meant. This machine was just giving them tasks to do. It sure is. It's giving you directions on how to make luck. But Rio reminded her that this wasn't luck. It was work. Well, of course. And don't you think the people on the other side of this work will feel just incredibly lucky to have you in their lives? But Rio wanted to know about themselves. When would they feel lucky? I don't know, Rio. That might be up to you. Rio thanked Dr. Stein for the machine, but they didn't think they needed it. Dr. Stein should keep it. Nope, I don't need this one. I already have one of my own. You keep it, even if you don't want to use it. Today, it told me that a good friend might need cheering up and that I should gift or make them something that I cherish deeply. All day, I had no idea what I was going to do or really what it meant until you came by and I knew what it was. So really, it's lucky that you've had such an unlucky day today. <laughs> Fran kind of snorted and made a funny laugh. <laughs> then she picked up the luck machine and handed it off to Rio before she hummed a little tune, and then went back into her workshop. Rio sat outside with the machine. They still had wet eyes from the crying, but they were beginning to feel a bit better. The machine was very pretty, and if Dr. Stein had built it just for them, then they of course would have to keep it. They pulled the lever a third time and it whirred around until it landed on. Find someone who makes you feel safe and thank them with a hug. Rio didn't have to think much harder about what to do next as they ran back home, opened the door to their kitchen, and saw their dads at the table waiting for them. Javi and Kevin jumped up when Rio walked in. They were worried when they saw Rio run away. They asked where Rio had been. Rio didn't speak at first, but pulled them both into a big hug. Then they told them they were working with Dr. Stein and explained that she gave them a new machine she'd been working on. They realized they never thought about it, but it was pretty lucky to have an inventor in town 
even if some of her inventions were a little strange. Rio's dads laughed, and they all stayed in the hub. I can't read minds, but I think each of them was thinking about how lucky it was that they all had each other. Even though Freshwater took them in right away, it was still a new town and a new home, but they were lucky enough to be a family together through all of it. I don't know how Rio's year is going to go, but I can't wait to visit them and see the luck-making machine. I have a feeling it's going to make this year a little warmer than the last. And for that, I think having Rio in town is going to make us all pretty lucky. That was Good Luck Rio, written by Harry Poster, produced by Megan Bagala, performed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. And grown-ups, don't forget you can get access to ad-free episodes of the Girl Tales podcast, as well as a range of other shows for the kids in your life by subscribing to Star Glow Plus on Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me? Well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grown-ups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Vienna Princess Ain't about the dresses Vienna Princess Is bigger than a crown Vienna Princess Doing your best It takes kind